What's up, Brick Houses? Today I'm going to give you the secret to losing weight. And some of you are not going to like it. And some of you are going to be like, wow, I never thought of it that way. But one of the things I get asked all the time is, how many calories a day do I need? And here's the thing, nobody knows. Nobody knows exactly how many calories you need. Because there, there's no equation that can really work out your, I mean, how much muscle mass you have, how much fat, your activity exactly. I mean, you can look up things online and run it through little little calculators online, and your My Fitness Pal can recommend you certain things. But in the end, it's just it's just guessing, and especially things apps like My Fitness Pal, Carbon Diet Coach, things like that, they kind of overestimate how many calories you need. And everything I have ever seen, every activity tracker known to man grossly overestimates how many calories you burn when you work out. There is no way you are burning a thousand calories if you work out for 30 minutes. That's just not possible. And you see companies boast that all the time. They're like, oh, burn up to 800 calories in our 30 minute drop your butt off and make you sweat till you die and puke exercise class. That doesn't happen. Your body is extremely efficient at not burning calories, conserving energy. That's just part of our survival mechanism. So these things, these apps that you plug in, okay, I'm, I weigh this much weight. I weigh 180 pounds, 200 pounds, 250 pounds, and I want to lose two pounds a week. And then it says, oh, you need to eat 2,400 calories and you'll lose weight. No, that's not necessarily true. You may eat 2,400 calories and gain a pound a week if you don't have any muscle mass. Or you may eat 2,400 calories and lose four pounds that week and three of it was muscle because that's way too way too little calories for you because you do manual labor. There's no way of knowing until you try it out for yourself. So basically, go by what those things tell you. Do that calorie count that it gives you. If it tells you to eat 2,000 calories, do that. But do that for two weeks straight. Don't do that for four days and then eat like a butthole for three days and then get off it, then, you know, all oh, Monday I'm gonna eat a salad for three days, and then be like, this stuff doesn't work. No, you've gotta do it every day. I don't care if it's Meemaw's birthday or not. You've gotta do it on that day and not eat the Kroger birthday cake. It's not worth it anyway, trust me. You gotta do that every day. And I don't know the disconnect that I get from a lot of people I talk to, a lot, certainly a lot of the gym goers and new clients that I have where they're like, well, you know, a friend came in town yesterday, so we went to Cheesecake Factory. So, I, I don't care. You asked me how to, how, you told me your goal is A, B, C. And I tell you, to get to A, B, C, you need to do one, two, three. Oh, except if Meemaw comes to town or your buddy comes into town, you need to go to blow it out at Cheesecake Factory. There, if you look at life like that, you will always be celebrating. You're like, oh, you know, I got to work five minutes early. Better have some donuts. You're not going to win. And, they, and that's the thing that separates people that actually get results from their fit and their, their workout programs and their diet programs and those that don't. It's because they can stay consistent and no matter what, they stick to that. They don't let things like that get in the way. Now, I understand if it's Thanksgiving and you need to go eat some, some dressing and, you know, mama's going to be mad if you don't eat her mashed potatoes and pecan pie. Get that. Eat that. That's, you don't get that many Thanksgivings in your life. Okay? Eat that day. But then, you know, Two days later, whenever it's like girls' night and you're all going out to drink wine and going to make pottery together, you don't need to go to the Mexican place and eat drink wine just because it's girls' night. Girls' night happens every week. 
You know, it's not, it's not a celebration. I've got a client of mine, and this is how his week goes. Monday is Margarita Monday. Goes to Mexican food and drinks margaritas, right? Tuesday is supposed to be his workout day with me. Blows it off most half the time, 50% of the time. Pays 100% of the time, blows it off 50% of the time. Hey, I'll, I'll take that money because it's his, his spot and I am his appointment. But Tuesday night is, I don't know, it's like double shot Tuesday or something like that. You know, and then every day through the week is like, you know, it's, there's a game this night, and then, you know, it's bike night, or it's, or it's you know, went out with friends on this day, and oh, it's Saturday, so we're going golfing, you know, something like that. Every day is like this big party of, of, of you know, hedonistic debauchery where they're just shoving things down their throat so much. And I'm sorry if I sound bitter on this, but this is the biggest hurdle I see people deal with, and it is absolutely maddening to me to try to deal with the psychology that goes behind it when I have to sit there and take it and absorb it and be like, oh yeah, was that a good, was that a good cheesecake? And you know, I mean, paying me five, six, seven hundred dollars a month to eat cheesecake four days a week? I don't understand the thinking in that. And I'm not saying you need to go get a bag of salad and eat some cold salmon on top of it, but you know, just, you know, figure out how to go out and eat and not order the worst thing on the menu. Every restaurant can give you a grilled chicken, a baked potato, and vegetables. It may not say that on the menu, but they got that in the kitchen. You can order a steak, a chicken breast, and a baked potato, or a sweet potato, and be okay. You know, it's not. It, there's a re, there's a, there's a time to celebrate, and there's a time to dedicate yourself to your diet, and especially if you've invested in a personal trainer. And you're going out there and just throwing down hamburgers because everybody got one. That's you know, come on. I need you to. I need you to man up here. I need you to harden up, and order a, a hamburger patty <laughs> or eat a hamburger. But then that's it. Stay in your calorie deficit. I don't care if you eat hamburger and French fries as long as it fits in the calorie count you got. Here's the thing. You'll have to eat consistently for two weeks to figure out if that calorie count is actually going to work for you. So if you're eating. If, I'm, if, you, if I tell you, you probably need 2,000 calories a day, and you eat 2,000 calories a day, every day for two weeks, for real, where you're actually weighing, measuring it, figuring out how to portion that food, where you know that's probably 2,000 calories, and then you either A, lose weight, B, don't lose weight, or C, gain weight. Then we can make a, a deduction on we can deduce whether or not you need to raise or lower that calorie count based on your results. It's an experiment. It's just basic science. And that's something that you should, most people will understand and know. But the hard part is, is I'll give you that calorie count and then you're just set loose into the world trying to figure out how to, what, what, what's that calorie count? What's that mean? And it's a hard couple weeks of self-discovery when I first do that with people because they're learning how bad they are or, or, or hurting themselves by some of the choices that they make just offhandedly, you know? Um, almonds is one thing. Almonds are good for you, right? Almonds are terrible for you as far as losing weight. Almonds are basically about seven to nine calories an almond. And, you know, I eat a handful of almonds in the cupboard deciding whether or not I want to eat almonds or not. Same goes with chocolate chips. I'll eat two servings of chocolate chips with my hand, with my fingers sitting there reading the back of it, trying to figure out what a serving is. It's easy to knock down foods like that. So, so either pe people have to cut those out completely because they know they can't be trusted with it, 
or they really have to portion it out. And nothing will make you feel and hate your, feel often will make you hate yourself more about weighing out what a tablespoon is of chocolate chips. Now on the back of it, it'll say 28 grams or one tablespoon is a serving. And if you get a tablespoon and put that in there, that's not a true reading of that. There's a difference between weighing and measuring your food. If you get a scale, it's more precise. If you throw that, you know, weigh what 28 grams of chocolate chips looks like. It's not many. It's like 10, 8, 10, 12 chocolate chips. That's not many, is it? That's like enough in one cookie, huh? <laughs> also, weigh your cheese and see what, see what happens there. That'll, that's something else you're like, well, maybe I don't need to be eating so much cheese. And so there's some foods that are easy to eliminate where you actually see results from it pretty quick. And um, chocolate, peanut butter, nut butters, cheese, things that are high density, high, that are high, low density, high caloric foods. And those things are going to pack weight on quick because they don't, ever, they don't really fill you up. But they're snacky foods like peanuts and mixed nuts and almonds and chocolate chips and handfuls of cereal and things like that. There's nothing to them. It's just, it's just wispy. It's just, it doesn't satiate your hunger at all you need to switch to like okay i've got 300 calories to eat here how do i want to spend that do i want to spend that on on three servings of chocolate chips that's not going to fill me up it's i'm going to be hungry 30 minutes later or 10 minutes later or do i want to eat 300 calories of rice and beef or noodles and beef or chicken breast and vegetables or something. I promise that plate's gonna be way bigger. Now that may not seem the most appetizing, but that brings me to another point. You need to learn to cook for yourself. At this point in your life, I don't care how old you are, you need to learn how to bake some chicken. And be like, oh, I don't like dry chicken. You're not doing it right then. Marinate it, put some spices on it, put some seasonings on it. You can make some very flavorful chicken and make things taste good that's not actually chemicals. If you're putting, if you're eating, if everything you eat has to taste like ranch, cheese sauce, or something cr big flavor bomb like that, a garnet sweet potato is not going to taste good to you. A chicken breast with some onion powder and Cajun seasoning is not going to taste good. Trying to divorce yourself from things like ranch and things that are full of MSG that you know you could put in, you could honestly put a bunch of MSG on this envelope here in front of me on my desk and chew on it and be like, that's a pretty tasty envelope right there. It just makes things taste good because it's a chemical that tells your brain it tastes good and it's in a lot of things. You know, and hey, that's that's great. It's a meat tenderizer, you know, it's in Dale's, it's in Allegro, it's in all those things that you marinate your food in and it, it'll make things taste good. That's why it, people are like, I, you know, I like Dale's seasoning because they can marinate really crappy cuts of meat in that and it comes out tasting awesome. Tastes like a salt lick to me, but hey, whatever you like. My whole, So my whole point here today is this. And you can tell I'm very ranty on this. And I could probably talk about this for another hour. But my whole point is pick a calorie count. No matter what it is, go on the high side of it. But dedicate yourself to that for two weeks. And in those two weeks, look at what you've got coming up. If it's 4th of July coming up, if it's Labor Day, if it's Christmas, if it's Thanksgiving, and that falls in there, be prepared to not celebrate that day. Don't get off your diet. And I don't care what you eat to make up those calories. It doesn't all have to be paleo and low carb and, and no butter and you know things and no bread, things like that. For heaven's sake, eat some bread, eat some bacon, but count that in your calorie count. Calories rules all. It's all about calories in, calories out. I don't care what anybody says. It's all calories in, calories out. That's it. 
A small calorie deficit consistently over time is what causes weight loss. And anybody that's ever lost any weight will tell you that I was consistent in this calorie count for a long time. Even if they knew it or not, if they thought, oh, I did keto, well, when you did keto, how many calories did you eat? They ate less calories than they used to eat. That's why they lost weight. And that's it. That's the, that's the weight loss secret. Pick a calorie count. Do it for two weeks. If it works and you lost weight, not too much weight, but a little bit of weight. That's good. Do it again. Do it for two more weeks. And then keep figuring it out. And be prepared to change. Like what worked the first month or so where you lost weight may not work that third time around where you try, you, you know that you may have to lower your calories. But you may get to a point where you have to raise them because you're doing more activity and you're gaining more muscle. That's the cool thing about it. If you're lifting weights and you're doing the white weight, weight training resistance program, you may have to take your calories up. And that's cool. Eating more food is cool. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, hit at me. Holler at me. I'd love to answer any questions you have. I, this, I live and breathe this stuff, and I get ultra fired up talking about it because I see it change people's lives. And I know that sounds stupid because you think, oh, you're just doing a workout. But when someone comes to me and they're overweight and out of shape and in bad health, and I can whisper some words of encouragement in their ear that causes them to get you know, smaller genes, better blood work, get up and down out of the floor better, have a better golf game, not their, you know, their joints not hurt when they walk around. That improves your entire life and that makes me feel good. Don't get me wrong, this is a job and I like making money, but I get to do something I like and I'm very thankful for that because if, it, all I have to do is just try to help people feel better and have a better life, and then I get paid for it. I mean, how, I mean, who can say that in their life with their job? You know, that's awesome. I love that. So, this is this is it. This is it for me. It's what I'll be doing the rest of my life. And so, know that if you come to me, be prepared. I want to get in your business, and I want to help change you. I'll do as much as I can to help you. I appreciate you guys listening to this. I'll talk to you next time.